2: And gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Yeah. Brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization.
3: How about that?
2: And now, the host
0: of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. Let's get him.
4: Let's get him hard.
0: Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Damas y Caballeros, bienvenidos,
5: ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the Bay, San Francisco, California. Check it, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35 make that, 36 plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. Here I sit, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I am your host. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Somebody said to me, what do you do besides spout off behind the radio? Well, you know, I do a lot of things, but... My background is I'm a four-time Golden Glove Champion, was ranked nationally as far as an Olympic year was concerned, and, and, and get this, I'm an award-winning writer, so I know my way, been to the 34, yeah, 34 countries around the world covering boxing and MMA, mainly boxing. I was think I went a couple of events, MMA, but for the most part, it's been boxing for the past 35, 35, make that 36 plus years now. So that's my boxing resume, per se. we got lots of things to talk about. Boxing and MMA, of course, we are just hours away from the World Heavyweight Championship. The linear championship, in some people's mind, what does that mean? The real deal. I'm talking about Tyson Fury. 29-0, of course, undefeated. That lone draw come 15 months ago when he took on Deontay Wilder, of course. He got the, I thought he, he should have got the elevator instead he got the shaft. I mean, come on, he he gets knocked down yeah, in the 12th round, but he gets up looking like, like, like The Undertaker in some WWE episode. He gets up looking like some freaky guy, and he comes back, and he's kicking Deontay Wilder's ass for the rest of the round. So what am I trying to tell you? Deontay Wilder got lucky. He won like maybe five seconds of both, maybe two rounds, so maybe ten seconds of the fight. What am I trying to tell you? He can end the fight with one punch, but probably not tonight. Why am I saying that? I like the boxer. I've always liked the boxer. You know that? Punchers, they can be exploited. Boxers, not so easy. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look in the world of boxing and MMA. Live on Sports Byline, I Heart Radio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and like a thousand other internet platforms. Bottom line is, this is your inside look in the world of combat sports. I'll be back with last week's results, talking about tonight's fight, and of course, I'll bring in the PhD of boxing after break. Mr. Socrates Palmer, next on Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
4: Um, how did I get up from the knockdowns? I don't know.
2: A little story about Boost Mogle. Davis, I am feeling pain. What? Your dog died? Your girlfriend left you? No the pain I'm feeling is having an old smartphone.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's why I switched to Boost Mobile and got four free phones for $25 per line. Well, I didn't. Without Boost Mobile, I got an old phone. It makes my life sad. I feel so alone. I'm switching to Boost, getting four phones for free. Your Samsung Galaxy for my whole family. Switch
0: to Boost Mobile and get four lines for per line per month with unlimited data and four free Samsung Galaxy A20 phones, all on our super reliable, super fast network. Step up with Boost Mobile. New customers only. Limited time offer while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Customers who use more than 35 gigabytes of data during a billing cycle will be
3: deprioritized during times of network congestion. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or Retailer for full details.
1: You're in charge of hiring and indeed has solutions like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. Indeed will also give you this sticky frog, which will suddenly leap and stick to the face of the perfect hire. Okay, there's no
6: sticky frog. But skills tests, that's a for sure.
0: See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Post your next job
1: at Indeed.com slash hire and try skills tests for free. Terms and conditions apply.
3: If this were just any door... And this were just any ignition connected to just any transmission in just any vehicle. Then perhaps it would be okay to buy it from just anyone. But this is not just any car. It's a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Every detail has been inspected and road tested by highly skilled Mercedes-Benz technicians. And it's all backed by an unlimited mileage warranty, which makes the decision of where to buy one simple. Your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. The Certified Pre-Owned Sales Event, going on now through March 7th. Come in today and enjoy a credit of up to $1,500 towards your first two payments through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Because in the end, it's absolute confidence in genuine Mercedes-Benz parts, or it isn't. It's either Mercedes-Benz Certified Pre-Owned, or it isn't. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on credit towards your first two months payment and Certified Pre-Owned
6: Warranties. I love iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Love it. Everywhere, man. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Everywhere, man. 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. iHeartRadio. Reno, Chicago, Parco, no Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wisconsin. <laughs> create my own radio stations. I heart, I heart, Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
0: I'm just ready to get it on and crush this guy's skull.
5: The soul side of town. we New Tower of Power. Fifty-two years, fifty-one plus years of funk, baby. Got it going on the Godfather. So check them out, towerpower.com The new LP is available right now. Uh, straight up, let's talk about the the weekend result. A weekend review, of course. Last week, the Keller Plant, the IBF one hundred and sixty-eight pound champion, was in action. It took him like ten plus rounds to get rid of a twenty-five to one underdog. What am I trying to tell you? Don't look for too much out of the guy at Nash from Nashville. I don't think he's going to be a superstar. He's 20 0 with like 12 KOs, More power to him right now. But the real star last week, in my mind, and of course, my first guest, and I will probably this afternoon will probably disagree with that, was Ryan Garcia, King Ryan. Of course, he blew out Francisco Fonseca in 80 seconds. People say to me, "Oh, come on, Pedro, man, that that was a setup." If ever there was, a, it wasn't a setup. The guy came. He was game. He had never, he, you know, he he was a real deal. Fonseca could fight, man. He could. I mean, he didn't think he was going to win that fight. Can see the. In his eyes before the fight started. Maybe, you know, I'm in, in over my head. And he was in over his head. And I think right now, I'm going to go out on a limb. But, you know, outside of Derek Haney, um, I would see and outside of Derek Haney, maybe in, in Lomachenko right now. And, of course, Teofimo Lopez, they're going to go at each other in May. So I'm going to put those aside right now but you know you got to give a whole lot of credence to 135 pounds and ryan garcia king ryan why those 2.5 million 2.5 million instagram followers and of course he sold out almost sold out the honda center last week in fact they are going to move things up when he take when he's to take on that glass yard um world-class fighter jorge Linares in july i think it'll be at the staples center what am i trying to tell you bigger and better things and folks i witnessed the ascension of oscar de la Hoya, the the golden boy of our era and how do i say that um, I was his publicist in 1989, 1990, long before he won the gold medal. And he was working uh, with Carl DeMay, DeMay, the DeMay Boxing Club. He was being sponsored by them, and they were my, they were my, bottom line is, I was their PR guy, and I used to call his house, his mother used to answer the phone, Oscar, Oscar, telephono, telephono, so may Mrs. Delahoya rest in peace, but I've known Oscar that long, I knew him before the glamour days, before the, you know, intimate sessions with Paris Hilton, and all this kind of good stuff, so I've known Oscar a long time, and I think this guy, Ryan Garcia, is bigger and better, maybe better than Oscar de la Hoya. And why do I say that? He's just, he, he knows how to play the, he knows how to play the media even better than de la Hoya. He plays it like a fiddle. I'm trying to tell you, he plays it like a fiddle. He reaches out to different generations. He's got the old school boxing fans sort of enamored with him, wondering whether he's a real deal or not. And then you've got this, this millennial group that's all over him like, you know, like, wow, white on rice. Bottom line is, I think he's a superstar in the making. But my first guest of the afternoon coming to us from the Bronx is probably going to disagree with me on that. You still dogging Ryan Garcia after that knockout, man?
7: No, come on, Pedro. <laughs> I never dogged him. But, I mean, you know, I definitely don't. Uh, you're not drinking the Kool Aid like hey. me. No, not not all the way. Not all the way. I'm I'm still, you know, looking at it. You know, when you see a drink, you're, you're not sure how it tastes. You're you know, maybe shaking it up a little bit. I don't I mean, know. I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm still, uh, hesitant to say that he's better than Oscar de la Hoya. That's, that's a bold statement.
5: No, I, I, I mean, I won't say that as, as a total package boxing-wise, but he had so many different dimensions with this, with this social media following and the fact that, listen, I mean, I don't remember, I don't remember Oscar packing the, uh, uh, the Honda Center and this and that, I mean, early on, and, and basically this is early on, this building he's like, he's in his 20th fight, 21st fight, but for the most part, he's only been in the limelight the last, what, year and a half, two years, so, he, he, I think he's stepping up and I think he's got that right attitude. Plus, he's cocky. I like cockiness, man. And you know, he put, although I will say this, he's very cautious. He ran off that list of opponents and he came up with, uh, with, uh, Derek Haney last. And of course, we're talking with Socrates Palmer, folks. Box is only PhD. But he, I know, you notice he brought out Haney last, huh? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't
7: necessarily think it's, you know, it's because of fear or anything like that, but it's probably the, biggest money-making fight out of all the other contenders because, you know, Devin Haney seems to be the goods just as much as Ryan Garcia. Mm-hmm. Um, or more. Or more. Mm-hmm. Is, right, he, he probably blessed with a little bit more natural ability. Um, he's shown uh, that he's got that charisma that Ryan has. So it has the makings of a mega fight, of, of a fight that probably needs... To be marinated, I think it wouldn't do much justice for either one of them if the fight happens now. Because, um, you know, not that I believe that fights need to be marinated to the point that it gets oversaturated; and no one cares about it. But if we're trying to build stars, that's what boxing is about. Boxing is about building stars, which is the opposite of of, of mixed martial arts and <laughs> MMA. It it, it, is the truth. In MMA, just like the NFL, the the star is the product, uh, is the sport. As opposed to in boxing, the athletes that um, headline the the events, they're the stars of, of the show. And nobody builds superstars like boxing. And Ryan Garcia has, he's straight out of central casting. So I would like to see that fight maybe in a year or two when they're both household names, and then they could both make tons of money. And if they make tons of money, everyone makes money. So that's my – I'm probably in the minority. Some people probably would like to see the fight right now, but and I don't think it does any justice to either one of them no, in their career.
5: It doesn't, and Haney's on the shelf with a shoulder injury right now, come, coming back from rehab. Um, but let's look at the other 135-pounders. Of course, Lomachenko and Teofimo Lopez, they say that sign. Mm-hmm. Do they have a, they have a site? Or are they set, Are they set in the garden or what?
7: Uh, It's supposed to be at the Garden. Um, I have not heard a definitive date, um, but that is—it's a a fight that hey, Teofimo Lopez has been calling him out for about a year, kind of like the way Ryan was calling out Tank Davis. Um, But and it's going to happen, though. Um, It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know, it's—it's—you know—it's a bold move by Lopez. You figure, you know, he just won uh, his first world title in a spectacular fashion. Um, knocking out a veteran uh, in Pome and, you know, the, the logical approach would be like, you know what, let's take some cupcake defenses, make some easy bread, but no, he's going after the best of the best. And uh, we're going to find out uh, if Teofimo Lopez really is the superstar that he says he is, you know, the takeover. That Kool Aid I've been sipping for a while, Pedro. Okay. I think
5: you're on that bandwagon also. Uh, If he beats Lomachenko, the sky's the limit, right? I mean, without a doubt, if he beats Lomachenko, but here's what's up: he's a five to one or a four and a half to one underdog, Lomachenko. And Hector Martinez has been bugging me: let's bet, let's bet this, let's bet that, let's bet this, let's bet that. I said, okay, let's bet a hamburger, but you you owe me four hamburgers. You know what I'm saying? If my guy wins. And he, no, he didn't want to do that. I mean, that's how cheap Hector is. I'm serious. <laughs> Hector, you're hearing me right now. Of course, he's my good friend. But the bottom line is, uh, you know, I think that he's got a hell of a shot. I don't think he's a four to one underdog. But how do you beat a guy that chips away from you like Lomachenko does? He just chips, he chips away from you. First of all, you miss him and he takes away your heart by, by missing him and takes away your heart with defense. And then he comes at you with that bang, bang, bang type of style. I mean, how do you counter that when you're Teofimo Lopez?
7: I think you just do what you do best, which is punch, and you, you wait for, you know, your opening. Uh, if in his last fight, well, not his directly last fight, but we saw Lomachenko hit the canvas against Linares. Mm-hmm. But, and I don't, mm. he kind of made Lomachenko mad because he came out smoking and, and he, <laughs> you know, and, and, and took, uh, Linares out. You know, that's the thing about Lomachenko has that intangible that, He's not just a cutie pie defensive fighter. He's a dog in there, he, 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 and and he's a brilliant athlete. Uh, moves, you know. He's he seems to be two steps ahead of his opponents. Um, but no one is perfect, and for the time, you know, maybe boxing. I mean, he's been boxing for a long time. He's over 300 amateur fights. You know, two-time gold medalist. He's had some injuries the last year or so. Maybe you know this is the right moment, maybe this is the right moment, and tiofimo Lopez is the right guy to to pick him off you
5: know? i think I think he's like three hundred and ninety nine and one is is an amateur, something like that isn't sick. he
7: sick yeah it's unreal you know and uh the guy is a he's a boxing machine he's a boxing machine yeah uh, you'll never hear anything negative about him uh, outside of the ring. His focus seems to be his craft, and that's why he's probably the best in the world.
5: I, I don't know how to beat him other than I would try to make contact and hit him on the arms and see if I could work off that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and like a thousand other internet platforms. We'll return after a break for more Ring Talk Live Worldwide with boxing's only PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer. You're tuned to Sports Byline.
3: Products they offer, increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness.
2: hardest hustle anything is boxing though. I don't know what you do for a living, but pretty sure ain't nobody punching you all in your ass I watched one fight, Roy
7: Jones got hit so no hard my TV moved he would sleep like he got
2: Roy
5: Jones will never live that down. There's no doubt about it. Socrates, will Roy ever live that down or what?
7: Oh, man. Well, hey, Roy.
1: Uh, I caught you off. Boy. Roy in
7: his prime was very arrogant and cocky. And, you know, when people, you know, when, he, when people started catching up to him, you know, he was clowned in hip hop, too. I remember <laughs> Fat, Joe, Fat Joe put a, a lyric. Uh, even Roy Jones was forced to lean back. You know, and, and Roy didn't really take kind to that when he saw him. But you know, I you know, hey, Roy's a legend, and I'm sure at this point in his career, you know, he's uh, retired. What he accomplished. I I hope so, man. I hope somebody threw his cup away and and they can't find it. You know, know, he fought
5: some. I can't remember the guy was He was an IBF or 175-pound champion from from like Russia. I can't remember his name right now, or something like that, from the Soviet bloc. And Steve Smoger was a referee. And, and, and Roy was out on his seat and like almost about to get killed. And I'm screaming, stop the fight! Stop the fight! You know, through the, at the TV screen, stop the fight! And he didn't stop the fight and Roy got hit a couple more times, man. And I mean, I think they were the most punishing blows I've ever seen delivered on a guy. Dennis Ledebev Dennis Ledebev, yeah. That was, yeah, that was Dennis a fight. Ledebev, yeah. And Steve Smoger yeah, so was standing, there, Steve Smoger was standing there like a fight referee. And of course, you know, I go back a while, I got some history with Steve Smoger being the boxing referee, but, but, you know, you know, I, I sort of had, I had something to do with his judgeship being taken away in New Jersey. You know that, right?
7: No, dude, no.
5: Yeah, he was a judge. He was a judge in New Jersey and, uh, 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 uh like a appellate, an appellate, not appellate court but like in a municipal, municipal or a superior court judge. Right. And he did some things and he did some things and I brought it to their light and this and that and before you knew it, he wasn't a judge anymore. So, I mean, that's some you know, I, I, I'm not trying to say that I was directly responsible for that, but that's the way I sort of remember it going down. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's sort of remember, the way I remember it going down. Cause I wasn't a big Steven Smoker fan, but he was always kissing my, you know what, everywhere I saw him, you know what I'm mean? saying? I don't like guys that come at me and, and kiss my, you know, what I mean, you know what I'm saying? Have some respect. Don't kiss my, I just do cause when it's obvious, sock, it's like, damn man, get away from me. I hate
7: you. It's kind of like, uh, that uh, brings up a red flag, like what's going on here.
5: You know? Well, yeah. speak, speaking of red flags, of course, there's red flags tonight for both Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury had this to say post-fight, pre-fight with ESPN.
6: You fought in five different countries. You duck nobody. You find the best fighters, and you demand that you fight them. But I saw a story this week that talked about a possible retirement. Can you clarify that, Tyson, for me? Clarify it. Where's your head at? in terms
4: of your future Saturday night moving my forward? My head's fantastic, you know. I've, uh, I'm just concentrating on this one fight that's in front of me. I have three fights left on my uh, contract, and we're going to adjust when we come to the end of it, you know. But all I'm focusing on right now is the fight on Saturday night, not long to wait, before I kick Deontay Wilde's ass! <laughs> <laughs> now, you're going to go
6: in a little heavier in this fight. Why?
4: You know, I was nice and light last time and I boxed around the ring a lot. I was, I was looking to box and move, stick and move. This time I'm looking to take him out early. So I put the weight on for more power, more strength, for more brute force. Are you concerned that it makes you a little more
6: vulnerable to get hit?
4: Not really. In order to hit me, he has to stand right in front of me. And that standing in front of me gives me the opportunity to knock him out as well.
6: When you fought Deontay, he's got obviously great punching power. He is a tremendous athlete. What did you yes. learn from the first fight?
4: You know, I learned you have to focus for the full amount of time you're in the boxing ring, 36 minutes. And with Deontay Wilder, you take your focus off him for a second, and it only takes one second for him to land a dynamite punch. Um, he landed two dynamite punches on me in the 12 rounds. And I... Um, Obviously went down twice, but I got back up, got right back into him. Um, Wilder was hurt quite a lot of times in the fight with me last time. Um, but I never had enough uh, energy to finish him with a long lay- layoff. I had three years out of the ring before that fight with only two low-level comeback fights. Um, I jumped straight back in the ring, and it, it maybe was too soon, but it was a dare-to-be-great move. Now, Deontay Wilder and his team, they thought they cherry-picked me. They thought I was right for the taking after such a long layoff, 147-pound weight loss. But, you know, it's never over until it's over. And I'm living proof that anything can happen in life. That's for sure.
6: I watched it yesterday. Do you think he respects you?
4: He has to respect me. I'm the only guy he's never knocked out. I'm the only guy he's hit flush, knocked down, and I got back up and got right back into him. So Deontay Wilder has got mental issues at the moment because he's hit me with his best two punches clean for free. And it put me down, but I got back up. And every other man he's ever hit before has stayed down. So that psychologically has to have an effect on him, a long-lasting effect. And I saw something yesterday in the, um, the press conference where he said, yeah, the only way he can ever beat Tyson Fury is nail him to the canvas. That's very, very true, Deontay. And you ain't the man to do it, Mosh, I'll tell you that.
5: 29-0-1, of course, the linear world heavyweight champion Tyson Fury. Call him the, uh, the arrogant gypsy. Call him what you want, you know, but coming back from... Cocaine addiction and depression, and all that kind of good stuff. Not too many guys get up from blow. I'm telling you, I've seen a lot of guys get knocked down by blow. They don't get up. Am I right, Socrates? He got up from blow, man.
7: You know what? Uh yeah. He it has been the demise of a of a lot of great fighters in the past, great athletes in the past. Um he has he was rock bottom, you know, he was rock bottom. He was about four hundred pounds, he said, at one point in his life. And Depression and uh, suicidal thoughts and he picked himself off the canvas. So in the fight of life, he's already a winner. Uh, let's see if he has what it takes to, he's been at the top of the mountain. He's a lineal champion. Let's see if he now will be able to dethrone the guy that's considered the most dangerous heavyweight in the game today. And it's a great fight. It's a great night. You know, it, it's for fight fans. This is almost like Christmas morning. You know, and we're eight years old all over again. So, um.
5: Just for the record, the two cocaine cowboys of boxing were Hector Camacho and Pernell Whitaker, and they are both no longer with us. One of them, of course, Hector, <laughs> Hector. Well, no, that's, you know, I'm just being, I told you when I went up to that, that hotel room and had to drag, drag him out of, um, drag him out of bed to go to that fight card in, in, uh, in Carolina because if he didn't show up, none of us were getting paid. And I had been there like a month. I had to get paid, man. So I was begging, banging on his door. Come on, Hector, please! So finally, he went there, and he, he, and Jorge Vaque engaged in a one-round disqualification match. Coincidence? No. That's that's the way that that Hector wanted it to end. Anyway, of course, Hector getting shot in the head. That was pretty sad. But hanging around with it, he, he couldn't. He couldn't put the blow down. He just, I mean, all those years, man, and I remember it in like, in the late eighties, I'd see him and I know he'd be, he, I knew he was tweaking a little bit. I could see he was, you know, his eyes were moving around, his head's bouncing all around like pinball machines, and that kind of stuff. And I knew it then and I said to myself, you know, this is going to be, this is going to be his, lead to his demise. And I didn't think it would lead to his actual death getting shot, but man, it was coke, there was all kinds of cocaine in the car. I mean, this is what this was about. This death, he was shot because he was hanging around with a cocaine dealer.
7: It's a shame. You know, a lot of guys, Come from the hood, get out of the hood, but the hood never leaves them. And um it's a shame. It really is. I mean, Hector Camacho, uh, just never got past that demon of, uh, cocaine and hanging around individuals that he probably said he just kept at arm's distance the same way, uh, he kept you know the way
5: he was in the ring. Let me, you, let me tell you, let me sock sock. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what a great guy he was. Okay, I'm arguing with the exo lady, meaning me and my ex wife, the, the wench that she is. Anyway, we're on the phone and we're, we're arguing. I'm in Atlantic <laughs> City, and he hears me. We're in, I'm in a boxing office, and I'm going. Let me talk to her, and she goes, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she give me some, she, some. She give me a bunch of crap. So she, I hang up the phone. I'm saying to myself, damn man, baba. And I says, what's what's going on? And I said, well, my 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 ex wife won't let me talk to my daughter. And he goes, why? I said, because she's she's you know she's my ex wife. Um anyway, so he says, Okay, well let me call her. I said, You know, you happen to be her favorite fighter, so why don't you give her a call? So he gives her a call and he says, Hey, this is Hector, blah 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 she goes, Hector hell Like in a really snotty you know, what I'm saying she really showed who she was when she had Hector, because she thought it was Hector, my other friend, Hector Martinez. Hector, who she really showed who she was, she displayed who she was with that Hector. And then, of course, Camacho just basically undressed her there, there on the phone, and told her like, "Well, how can you keep the, the the kid away from her father?" Blah, 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 blah. Something she was made was able to do for a long time. But the bottom line is, Hector would jump in at any time and and try to help you. I remember one time I was trying to catch a cab in front of the um, in front of the garden, and he drove by in a limo and he picked me up and took me to my hotel. That's pretty cool. He's he, he was so, he was smooth. Of course, I think he was, was doing. Cool. He, the actor was cool, man. He was.
7: Yeah, he was. I met him a couple of times. He was a, actually I did one of the, the last interviews with him. Um, he uh, he was very gracious with me. Uh, you know, very ashamed. Like, a shame. A champion of my childhood. You know, one of those guys that really got me into loving the sport of boxing. You know, and and very underrated in terms of of uh, all this flash and. Elaborate entrances and and boxing gear hector started all that
5: okay I've no got one has th- done the better you've got thirty five seconds break down the fight and who wins and why
7: well I'm sticking by my guns the original pick of tyson fury um, <laughs> I'm going with the boxer I didn't like what I hear what I heard though uh in the earlier clip he's talking about about retirement um like Bill Parcells said once the guy starts thinking about retirement he's practically halfway there so that worries me. And of course, the cuts uh, that he sustained against Walleen, they could be a factor in the fight. But the intangible that Fury has is he has gotten up. He has seen that he has faced adversity in the ring. He's tasted Deontay Wilder's power, and I believe he will win a boring fight.
5: The great Socrates Palmer, boxing's Ph.D. on Sports Byline.
1: That's 877-360-0402. Progressive presents Get Pumped,
0: inspiration to help you do insurance stuff.
2: Hey, are you just going to stand there and let people not give you credit for being a good driver? You deserve discounts on car insurance, and that's what Snapshot from Progressive is for. So why aren't you signing up?
3: You need music to get pumped? Hit it!
4: (laughs) Drum
3: solo! Ow, that hurts my fingers do 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 do, do.
6: Ow, 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 progressive ow, ow, casualty ow, ow, insurance company and affiliates snapshot not available in california north carolina both of all agents
0: now more of ring talk with pedro fernandez thank you pedro you want to run tomorrow
5: are we ready are you gonna to run tomorrow morning <laughs> Five thirty.
1: sunday
5: i'm leaving tomorrow at 10 i'll run with you tomorrow morning okay babe <laughs> that is the fastest runner in the history of boxing Sugar Ray Leonard, I kid you not, we were hand-to-toe, going toe-to-toe for like two uh, two miles, and then the last half mile, he was a blur. The bus left me. There was a bus running side-by-side. He was so far ahead of me, he was a blur, and I could barely see the back of the bus. I kid you not. That's how fast the great Ray Charles Leonard is. May he... uh, Keep kicking ass. Looking still good. I saw him the other day as far as uh, being on TV is so concerned. Still looks in shape. He's trim. He won't get fat like Duran. He won't be one of those guys that, you know, he was always the exception to the rule anyway, but I don't think he'd be getting, you know, just. Carries himself. Carries himself. Of course, there was that, 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 exchange he had with that hooker in Caesar's Palace there, of course, in Las Vegas, when she put the knockout drops on her breasts, and of course, Ray went and, and I guess put his mouth on her breasts, and that's how he got the knockout drops, and that's how he was, that's how he was knocked out, and he woke up like 14 or 15 hours later, and he's going, hey, where am I? Hey, my Rolex is gone. Hey, my wallet's gone. And this was the days before all that, you know, that, that security and that kind of stuff, cameras and all that kind of good stuff. So, I think that girl got away on Sugar railing, But hey, she wasn't, he wasn't the only Boxing guy that got it. I remember Cedric Kushner, the promoter extraordinaire. Of course, at one time, 400 pounds and shrunk himself down to 180 after that stomach stapling job. But um, he 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 got rolled. I think by three or three different hookers in three different states. So there are some tricks in the world of boxing. No doubt about that. How did I get into that? I don't know. I guess it when when Ray brought us back from the break Um uh, last week. Jan, Bla- uh, Jan Blackwoods, am I supposed to be impressed with this guy because he knocked out Corey Anderson in the blink of an eye? I don't know. I mean, the guy's got power in that left hand and in the left hook. There's no doubt about it. And he hits okay. But he's, he's so, he's, he stands there like a pole. He's, he's, he's Polish, but he stands there like a pole. That's the best way to describe him. How would you fight him? How would you fight a pole? Just move around the pole and beat his, you know what? Just tap, 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 and eventually catch him on that chin, I think, and take him out. Because remember, guys that hit hard don't take well. There's something about that. These monstrous punchers, these monstrous punchers, just don't take it that well. I don't know if it's psychological or, or physical, whatever it was. But I can tell you, in boxing, think about George Foreman. Didn't take all that well. Ali didn't hit him all that much, all that hard. Ali wasn't a hard hitter, and Ali laid him out, made him retire. Okay, of course, after the Ron Lyle fight, one year later, people say to me, "Why do you think that George waited 20 years after I, he got into God?" Here's what's happened. He fights Muhammad Ali in '74 gets knocked out in this upset. Of course, he couldn't leave uh, Zaire, Africa, because he was originally supposed to fight Muhammad Ali, I think, in September, and the fight was postponed to October because George Foreman cut himself while training. So he cut himself while training, and he decided he was going to leave the country and go back to the United States. Well, President Mobutu said, no, 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 I invested six, like five, six million bucks in this, man. You ain't going nowhere. So Mobutu took his... Uh, Took his passport and blocked him from getting on the plane at the airport. So George had to stick his, stick it out in Zaire Africa. Of course, he was the enemy of the people. He just was. Here was a guy that came to Africa with German Shepherd dogs. And think about this. The only people that had German Shepherds in Africa were the slave owners. So here comes George Foreman getting off a plane, and you know he's got these German shepherd dogs. Not a good way to stuff. Not a way to. Not a good way to to uh, indoctrinate yourself, of course, with the uh, local population. It just didn't go over well. Of course, he became the the enemy, and then of course they were yelling Ali Boumae, Ali boomay, which meant Ali kill him and that kind of good stuff. But uh, I I how I got on the Ali subject, I don't know. I, I just I, I get back to Ali every now and then, and it's it's tough to get away from him. You know, I mean he's so he is, um, he is mind boggling. And I tell you that because when I, I sort of go over all the time we spent together, time, and I've got this ability where I can go back in time and and relive events in my mind. It's like a, like a video recorder almost. I'm almost to the word. I mean, dates, that kind of good stuff, not a problem. Okay, ask me what I had for lunch yesterday, that's an issue. But uh, or I had what I had at Texas Roadhouse last night, it's an issue. But um as far as dates and times and remembering instances and this and I just remember I think I remember every word that I, just about Ali spoke to me and of course he spoke a little bit, and it was it was wonderful. And I, as I said before, if you haven't been touched by Muhammad Ali, you don't know what the greatest really is. Diego Sanchez was the winner on that same card with Jan Blackowicz, of course, and I wasn't too happy with Diego winning because Diego was getting licked like a stamp. I mean, this guy, Miguel Piera, of course, uh, Michelle Piera out of um, – out of Brazil was kicking. I mean, was kicking as you know. I mean, like beating a snot out of him. It was just like it was. He Diego didn't win a second of a round, and yet he won the fight on disqualification with an illegal knee at three minutes and nine seconds of the uh, final round. Bottom line is, the guy from Brazil sort of blew it. Uh, I didn't think he. Yeah, listen. It, it, it's, it's a judgment call. They had made a little, they had made a judgment earlier in the evening with the ladies fight, of course, with a woman that was disqualified for the same thing. Of course, being an illegal knee, I'm talking about, uh, Brock Weaver taking out Kazula Vargas. She ended up using a, uh, uh, disqual, Miss Vargas was disqualified for an illegal knee as well. So the precedent was set as to how the UFC was going to handle this. And of course, the second fight, they just went along with what they did the first fight and disqualified Mr. Um, Mr. Uh, Pierre, which I think was a bit sad because the guy was just kicking his ass. Listen, I got disqualified one time in, in Redwood city and I got disqualified again in, in, um, in Turlock, California. And I was, beating that you know what i mean guys were bleeding and they just go oh, how could you disqualify me and he's all busted up like that i remember i remember screaming that down there in redwood city it was dave garcia screaming at his people how can you guys disqualify me he's all busted up oh you know he didn't get busted up like uh, he didn't get busted up he got busted up with, a, with an elbow or a headbutt to say we got these big headgears on nobody's getting busted up with a headgear with a headgear on okay he was getting busted up by clean shots at the end of the day Getting DQ'd was not a good thing. And DQ, of course, here for Mr. Pierre is sets his career back a little bit because Diego Sanchez, I guess, they will give another money fight to. Big fight tomorrow, I guess, if you're a UFC fan. And I'm not a big UFC fan. I think you can get that. You can get that impression, right? Because I'm not into hoeing. And that's what this is. This is pugilistic hoeing. And I, I've talked about it before, and, and maybe I'm being redundant, but I'll tell you, hmm. When you're the, when you're the, the actual performer and you're only getting 8 cents or 8 to 12 cents on the dollar and the promoter is getting to keep the dollar, we got a problem with that we do have a problem with that. Of course, the USC, they, they have no, no union. Fighters don't have a break. And the bottom line is, at the end of the day, either they sign with the USC or they don't sign with anybody or they go to a lesser group, and maybe let, make less money. Or can you make less money than the USC? Some of those guys that work in the USC, I mean, that are actual active fighters, make less than $85,000 a year. How are you supposed to How are you supposed to support things running training camp, pay for your fighters? Because you have to pay for your trainers. You have to pay for your manager. Takes a cut. Everybody gets a cut of you. And of course, at the end of the day, you've got the IRS. And of course, the ex-wife you got an ex-wife but 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 you can't make money and be USC fighter, you just can't do it because they they throw you into these death matches and like socrates said a little bit earlier and this was a a stunning revelation in fact the, the way he put it and that's why he's boxing's phd was he said the USC is a star the franchise is the star not the individual athletes and and, that, and they have done that, and I think they've, they've worked to exploit that because they've got these guys dressed up in the, the same outfits. Remember, they used to wear different trunks in the ring, and I remember one point in time, one fighter, I can't remember his name right now, but he was a heavyweight, he's now a stand-up comedian. Why does that slip on my mind? I don't know. Anyway, he... Um, he was getting a hundred thousand dollars for sponsorship on the you know like on the back of his uh, trainer 's robe would say like pedro 's bail bonds and there is no pedro 's Bail, bonds. but that pe- that 's what it would say pedro 's bail bonds okay or coca cola or Pepsi or something like that so we'd sell a- these sponsors. Like a hundred grand. he make like thirty grand for the fight. Okay. So he's, not, so the USC said, no, 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 no. We're not going to let you spawn by, cap sponsors anymore. You're either going to wear the blue or the red Adidas colors. You're going to wear Adidas trunks and Adidas is going to give you some money. So, uh, Brendan Schwab is who it was. And he went from like a hundred thousand dollars to get this. The USC was going to give him four thousand bucks. Four thousand bucks down from a hundred grand. That was going to be the sponsorship money he was going to make for wearing the Adidas outfit. What can I say? More hoeing. More Pippin and Owen. That's what the UFC is all about. Dana White. In fact, Dana White was at a I know this is gonna irk probably half of my listeners, but Dana White was at a a Donald Trump rally last week, and that just shows you in my mind what Dana White's all about. I'm sorry. I'm and and if you guys get mad at me for saying that the president is a racist, um I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry but he is. There's absolutely no doubt about it. And as far as these pardons and, and pardoning all these people that these people that committed these crimes, man, these are criminals. These are people that committed really serious crimes he's just letting them walk out of jail like hey man if you're white and you're right you get to walk i don't know how i got off on that anyway of course my background with donald trump goes back to 1989 when he was promoting fights with don king of course the last successful mike tyson heavyweight title offense i believe that was july or august august i believe of 1989 him knocking out carl the truth williams in like 93 seconds yeah it took two seconds longer for Mike Tyson to make a liar out of Carla Truth Williams, that didn't make a believer out of Michael Spinks, remember? Because he knocked out Michael Spinks in 91 seconds. Speaking of Michael Spinks, saw a uh, promotional picture of him this week. He was dealing with somebody. Of course, the former Butch, Butch Lewis protege. Butch Lewis was his promoter, and then he promoted things with Butch Lewis. But he looks great, man, nice and lean. Of course, Leon Spinks in uh, a bit of a medical nightmare. The last I heard in Las Vegas, Leon Leon. I'll never forget when, they, when he woke up that morning. He woke up somewhere and he could they, they no he woke up and he checked out of a hotel and they found his teeth underneath the bed i kid you not so the maid had to call ahead they were on some promotional tour and he left his teeth how do you leave your teeth somewhere how can you how the hell can you neon leon anyway back to the boxing the MMA schedule of course tomorrow on ESPN plus if you got the app It's like 5 bucks a month. Pretty cool. You get to watch some fights on it as well. Boxing matches, I mean. Paul Felder and Dan Hooker is the main event. Jimmy Crute and Michael Olek. uh, Let's make it Olek. He's one of his horrible last names. And then, of course, the uh, third fight, woman Strawweight Bout, Double K. Carolina Kowalotits is going to take on Jan Oksman. I think Oksman is a fighter out of the People's Republic of China. Of course, that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten MMA fights. That's going to come to you on ESPN Plus. Check your TV schedule. As far as the actual times concerned, it's coming from Auckland, New Zealand. It's like we're at like Samoa second. I, I kid you not. I've never been there, but all my friends that come from New Zealand are Samoan. I don't know anybody that's New Zealand. I know everybody from 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 Auckland, New Zealand. I met through my life it was like one I don't know. When, bottom line, is a lot of Samoans there. You are tuned to do Rink Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside look at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, we are always away from the World Heavyweight Championship going down on pay-per-view. If you haven't got the fight, you probably should get the fight. You should. This is a fight I think that... I don't, I don't often say to you, you know, go out and buy a fight. So I don't, I don't, I don't push people to spend 70 bucks or whatever they're going to spend. But you don't have to spend 70 bucks. If you got a sports bar like in your town, listen, maybe they'll show it to you for free. They'll let you in for free or, or you can spend 10 bucks or something like that. Or you can go to Ricky's Sports Theater in San Leandro, California. Of course, one of my old sponsors, man, Maria and Ricky go back 35, 36 years when Ricky's father was running. Was 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 alive and helping run Ricky Sports Theater, of course, over there in San Leandro, California. It was a restaurant, and then, of course, it became this big hotbed as far as sports is concerned. The Oakland Raider hangout. I keep going on and on. Bottom line is, it's Ricky's dot com, and I think I might be there tonight for the fights. Of course, the World Heavyweight Championship coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada. The Linear World Heavyweight Champion, the man Tyson Fury, twenty nine oh one one, taking on the Linear, uh, the WBC Champion, of course, forty. What is he? Forty one in zip. With one draw, the one draw being that blight, of course, with, uh, and it was a blight. I thought it was a blight on boxing. It was a boxing establishment taking it, taking it at Tyson Fury and sticking it up as, you know what? They, they just did. I mean, come on, man. You don't win 10 rounds of a fight and then lose the decision or call it a draw. That was, that was, if they'd have taken a fight from them, I mean, people would have been absolutely irate, but they, it was a draw. So it was nobody really won. Nobody lost. It was, you know, no, no sweat off anybody's, you know what? So they could do the rematch. Okay. But had, they had, they really, come close, and they came close to ripping Tyson jury off all the way and saying he lost that fight. How can he lose a fight when you lose, like, 10 seconds of the fight? You lose 10 seconds of the fight, and you lose a fight. Yes, if you're knocked out and you're unconscious, but guess what? He wasn't knocked out. He wasn't unconscious. He got up off the deck. I mean, he got off the deck. He got, nobody gets nobody got off the deck like it. He got up like The Undertaker. I'm talking about WWE style. So there you have it. The UFC rocking on the 23rd tonight. The World Heavyweight Championship going down on pay-per-view. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside. Look at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, we come to you every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time and every Sunday as well. This is a Saturday edition. One hour live on Sports Byline. iHeart Radio Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 211. Of course, the American Forces Network. Cable Radio, cha- Cable Radio Channel 2. You know, Ron Barr does his best. I need to get Ron Barr to do this for me. Bottom line is you are tuned to Sports Byline.
1: Even in this box, you got
6: the right stuff. Baby. But I want to start getting paid. I want to start making heavyweight money.
0: That is just a fact of life.
6: You got the right stuff. Baby. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping.
1: 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. 800- 932-1749. Hey travelers,
3: do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight, guaranteed. Also, save
1: up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780 855-325-1780 855-325-1780 855-325-1780 That's 855-325-1780 Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez <laughs> You know, it's my theory that if uh, Don King was born rich and white uh, he'd be Donald Trump and if Donald Trump was born uh, poor and black he'd be Don King <laughs>
5: Retro TV, the mod squad, bottom audience. That it was the retired HBO godfather, of course, my, my mentor. I love him, man. Larry Merchant, of course, turned 89 February 11, 2020. He's still sharp as a tack. Sharper than me, in fact. You know, a lot of what I've learned, I learned from him, but not all of it. I, I try to pry his brain each and every Sunday, of course, here on the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, appearing each and every week. I am love, I love him. I'm talking about the godfather, Larry Merchant, of course. His wife, Patricia Stitch, a television actress from uh, Days Gone By, but she's a wonderful lady. I call her the Godmama. So the Godmama and the Godfather celebrated his birthday and had it did it in style last week. We we're turning eighty nine the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live, worldwide. Of course, Canelo Ivers, uh, confirming, of course, everybody knew he was going to fight May the 2nd. Of course, that's the single de Mayo week, he'll be doing this thing in T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. straight up. They don't have an opponent for him. Why don't they have an opponent for him? Because they're, 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 they're fishing in different holes. I mean, they want to go maybe Gennady Golovkin, the third fight. They want a fight that Canelo's going to win. I mean, the bottom line is they're not going to look to put him in any death matches. I'm sorry, they got an 11-fight contract worth $375 million. I just don't think Oscar Deloho is going to risk that. Speaking of risk, um, people were talking earlier, and we talked a whole lot about Ryan Garcia in the show. I think Ryan Garcia is not a risk. I think Ryan Garcia is the real deal. I think he can punch. I think he can take a punch. I think he's a, a, a consummate boxer. And having watched Jolla work in the gym when he was a baby and beating up world-class guys at the Dame Gym there in, in East L.A., uh, West L.A., I'm telling you, man, he, 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 he's a phenomenon. I'm telling you, this kid is a phenomenon. And when I say he might be better than Oscar Delahoya, I'm saying that right now. I'll say that Boldly, he might be better than Oscar DeLoya. So we've got the fight tonight, the World Heavyweight Championship going down. Is it a big thing? Yes, it's a big thing. So go out to your your sports bar, enjoy a night of boxing. Of course, Emmanuel Navarrete and the co-feature, of course, pound for pound, I think the best fighter out of Mexico, once beaten now, what's he like, 29-1, and having defended the uh, WBO 122-pound title for like four or five times in the last year and a half. At the end of the day, he dogged Isaac Dogbo. Everybody laughed at me when I said he's going to beat Dogbo. He dogged Dogbo, not once, but twice. And the second time he did it in very stunning fashion. I want to tell you. What am I trying to tell you? Pound for pound, Emmanuel Navarrete is the real deal. So watch him. He'll be on the co-feature. Before he's taking on a 51 uh, underdog, so he's probably going to smoke this guy like a blunt. At the end of the night, Tyson Fury will be a winner. Emmanuel Navarrete will be a winner. And if you check out the pay-per-view, I think you'll be a winner as well. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. First up, I want to mention this. I got lost last night. But guess what? It was the best lost journey I've ever been on my life. So... There you have it. you listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Austin entertainment never duplicated. We come back with a Sunday. This is Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on Sports Byline. See you later, kid.